Karnataka is gearing up for the assembly polls on May 10. Amid talks about the upcoming elections, we looked at how the state economy performed in the last five years under the current government. Hi, and welcome to the BL Podcast. This is Nabodita Ganguly. Today we have with us Narayanan, senior reporter from the Business Line, who analyzed the state's financial performance under various parameters. Hi Narayanan, thank you so much for joining us. Hello Nabodita. So, in your story, you analyzed lots of parameters. Can you explain that a bit? Yeah, sure. Uh, we looked at various parameters of the state financial performance, including its economic growth measured in terms of uh, gross state domestic product or simply GSDP, and uh, how has been the fiscal deficit, whether the state uh, reduced the borrowings, and also we looked at how the state is spending towards the capital expenditure and so on. And also, COVID-19 is something which every state fell a victim to when it came to the effect of COVID-19. How did Karnataka perform after COVID-19? How did COVID-19 affect all the parameters? Yeah, very true. In fact, Karnataka is no exception to the uh, impact of uh, COVID-19. The state economy also had a brief slump post-COVID. Just to give you some idea, uh, Karnataka's uh, GSDP was around uh, 13.33 lakh uh, crore in uh, 2017-18. Uh, during COVID, it was around 19.62 uh, lakh crore. And uh, however, the state managed to immediately uh, regain the economic growth uh, thanks to its overall uh, service-led economy. So uh, the state in a big way bounced back uh, because post-COVID, we saw a lot of uh, uptick in terms of uh, digital consumption that also helped the state to come back to normalcy. Okay, so you are saying that one reason the state could come back to normalcy so easily was the fact that it relies so much on service. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, compared to states like Maharashtra, Tamil Nadu and Gujarat, which are predominantly uh, industrial-based economy, in Karnataka, uh, services form uh, 64% of their total uh, GSDP. And uh, that tells you uh, how the state was able to bounce back, whereas all other states which are dependent on uh, contact and manufacturing suffered uh, during the COVID. Okay, all right. And what other data did you look into? So, GSTP or the economic growth is just one aspect, but we also looked at other aspects like fiscal deficit and how the states uh, manage to um, control its borrowing. If you uh, take an example uh, for a fiscal deficit, uh, the government and the finance commission allows a state to borrow up to 3.5% of their uh, GSTP. In Karnataka's case, it went to a high of uh, 3% during 2021, but they were quick enough to control uh, the fiscal deficit and brought it back to around um, 2.80 in uh, fiscal year 2021-22. So this is possible because uh, post-COVID, we saw consumption picking up across, uh, be it house uh, property buying or in terms of digital adoption and vehicle sales and all. So overall, the state's tax revenue improved a lot, so they were able to control the fiscal deficit. Again, in borrowings also, while most other states uh, like Andhra Pradesh and um, Punjab, they were forced to borrow more post-COVID uh, because uh, the tax revenues were not picking up. But uh, in case of uh, Karnataka, that was not the case. In fact, the um, state has 
brought down their borrowings from around uh, 85,000 crore in uh, 2021 to about 67,000 crore in 22-23. That is a pretty optimistic figure overall. Yeah, exactly. And what are the other areas where the states scored well? Other important key highlight of Karnataka is the foreign direct inflows. Uh, in fact, the state has received a record FDA inflows during 21-22, uh, about 22,000 million, which is the highest for uh, any state in that year. In fact, if you uh, look at the figures from October 2019 to December 2022, Karnataka stands at the second spot uh, in terms of uh, FDI. Uh, the state collected about uh, 42 billion in FDI, which is next only to Maharashtra, which, uh, which got around uh, 50 billion during this period. The state was able to get a lot of uh, FDI because it is home to a lot of IT companies and uh, most number of startups in the country and it also has a well diversified uh, industry to begin with so that is also one of the key highlights of the state finance okay all right and in your story you mentioned that it has historically been one of the biggest recipient of foreign equity inflows yeah correct uh, fda inflows uh, because the state has a lot of uh, startups and uh, as you may be aware, uh, post-COVID, there are a lot of uh, private equity and venture capital funds coming to uh, flowing towards these startups. So the state is one of the biggest beneficiary of such uh, flows. That's why it has got the highest uh, equity post-COVID. All right. To conclude, we can say that the figures do not look bad. Exactly. It is in fact Karnataka is the third largest economy if you measured in terms of GSTP after Maharashtra and Tamil Nadu and the fiscal pictures uh, appear quite right for this state. Alright Narayanan, thank you so much for joining us. Looking forward to more such stories and more such insights from you. Thanks Namodita, pleasure talking to you. Thank you.